Dave Smith, and I'm the guy that was in Washington, D.C. in that corner office who got an opportunity here at the BRF to move home. And what was really appealing to me about the opportunity was I was making that long commute into Washington, D.C. every day, wasn't having any fun. But most importantly, I had two young daughters, and I would rather have them grow up in Shreveport, Bossier than in Washington, D.C. So I'm grateful for that opportunity. I've had a great time doing that. My co-host, Matt Snyder, he and I work together at EAP. We've done a lot of hard things. And the neat thing about Matt and I uh, really is that we disagree on a lot of things, whether it's how we're going to do an event, how we're going to market something. But regardless of that, we always come back together and we have a quality agreement and event and it works. Yeah, I think that comes from the two different worlds we're coming from. Dave has so much experience and I've learned so much from Dave, but my background is being on the streets, out talking to business owners in the community. I own Pinpoint Local Marketing and Pinpoint Events, and my day-to-day is going from meeting to meeting with small business owners and talking about their business. And so it's a great mix to hear Dave and what he's dealing with when he's talking to investors and leading people in industry and different, you know, movers and shakers in the community. And I'm able to balance that against the guys that are on the street selling retail, selling in restaurants, building their jewelry store, whatever it might be. These are true people running a business in Shreveport. And a lot of times what we've learned, I think we'd both say, is the two worlds are not saying the same thing. Sometimes they're not. They're Absolutely. not, but a lot of times you can take what one side is saying and balance it to help the other side. You and can. I think that's what Shreveport right. is well, missing at times. Well, that's that's what really led us to this podcast. That's right. Right? Because regardless of where you sit in Shreveport, what you and I feel is we're right on the cusp of something great. That's right. It's gonna happen. Okay. And the more we pull together the sooner it's going to happen. That's why we picked the name on the cusp. You know who I always feel like come out of conversations going, man, we are way more on the cusp than we think we are, is people that are not from here that move here because usually the ones I'm talking to move here because they married some girl mm-hmm. or they married I- some guy that is attached to, to the area. And they never, to me, sound as down and as hopeless as a lot of the people that have been in this fight for a long time. And, I, would, and, I would say, yeah, I get that feeling sometimes. Sometimes the, the guys and gals that have been here a long time, you know, they'll focus on the negative. Right. They'll go straight to the negative. And I, I could do that. Like I told you the story. I can remember driving to Shreveport in the Red River District and staying down there, okay, and, and then leaving. And, and that was key, man. That was a culture, right? Right. That was big. And the shortfall of that was our designated driver always didn't uh, <laughs> stay the designated driver, and we ended up staying in Shreveport. A lot of people, this will probably make a lot of people not like me, but I say this often, and, I, and if you know anything about me, I'll say what I, what I think. When I was in high school and growing up, you heard commonly – Shreveport is five to seven years behind Dallas. We would, I, as a kid, you'd hear that in clothes. Oh man, Tommy Hilfiger made it to Shreveport. Mm-hmm. It was hot in Dallas five years ago. 
My concern is 20 years later, we're not five to seven years behind Dallas. We're probably 10 to 15 years behind Dallas. And now we're starting to fall five to seven years behind Tyler, Texas and Lafayette, Louisiana and cities that historically we've been way ahead of. And that's where I get well, concerned you know, of how that's, we that's, keep up. That's an interesting point because if you look at Shreveport uh, in the 50s and how many major corporate headquarters were right here in downtown. Right. And we're going to talk a lot about downtown, okay? They were they were right down over there. That's right. Okay? And and they left. All right? And now we're in the situation to where we're constantly talking to companies uh, to get them to move back to Shreveport and and do that. In so, those times too, you hear when you talk about the 50s and 60s in Shreveport. I think it's assumed by people that know that business was booming. But what you hear people talking about those times more often is the culture of Shreveport in those times. Yep. The Louisiana Hayride, the the people coming into Shreveport to spend nights out eating and drinking and going out That's and right. having dinner. It was there. The difference now that I believe is when you're in talks with people that are that can make things happen, and you're talking about economic development, they always want to talk about how we're going to get this big company to bring a bunch of jobs to Shreveport. Yep. But what they don't talk about anymore is how we're going to catch our culture up that's to the tough, rest of the country. That, that's a tough situation, and we face it every day, okay? Because we do need that big company with a 1,000 jobs, okay? And we want the company with those high-paying technology jobs because when they come in, what happens? There's, they create five other jobs associated with that one high-paying job. That's your culture. That's, That's your right. restaurant owner. That's my, your entertainment guy. My so first big event. Who comes first, Matt? Here's the problem. And we keep having this, this recurring right. discussion of who comes first. Let me give you an example of, of my real life. My first large event was Shreveport Derby Day at Norton Art Gallery. And the coolest thing at that time was really special. It was about eight years ago, I guess now. And at that time, you had a lot of brands popping up, a lot of cultural brands popping up in Streetport. You had Rhino Coffee, mm -hmm. Great Raft Beer, Key Mexico was, was starting to show up. There were a few years. But those kind of brands, Wine Country at the time yeah. and Piermont Mall, there were some cultural things happening. And at the time, Moonbot, was down here right. and had a right lot across the hallway. That's right, and had a lot of out of town, cultural, cool people looking for things to do. And when we were building Derby Day, I said, we have to find a way to take this energy and these new Shreveporters, and we have to integrate them with old money Shreveport. And mm -hmm. my partners at the time of Derby Day, afterwards we were talking about it, and we were talking about the things that were successful and the stories and the funny things that happened and all that. And I said, I'll tell y'all when I knew we had done it. And I looked across Derby Day and there's all these people and they're all dressed up. And I see this 20 something year old girl with a sleeve tattoo and she's dancing with like a 65 year old <laughs> Shreveport guy. And they're just having a ball and they're just happy to that's be outside good and it's awesome. And yeah. you say, that is what could, in my opinion, that's what could change yeah. our community. Well, I, I would tell you, you know, when we're recruiting these startups and that's what we focus on uh, is when we're trying to get these uh, startups to actually launch here in Shreveport, okay, 
Culture is a, a key component, okay, of that. They gotta feel it's here, okay? And we're constantly struggling with that. Because when we're talking about that, when I'm talking about that, and I say to a group of guys, businessmen, we're trying to get this coming here. They start telling me about the needs of the executives. The executive's looking for space. The executive's looking for a nice home. The executive wants his kids to go to school. What I don't hear them talking about is the lifestyle of the wives they're bringing yeah. or the husbands. We've talked about that children. before. Their children. That's right. And so those are the things I think if you bring your spouse into a city and say, we're thinking about moving our life here, they're not going to be concerned what your office looks like or how many, right? you know, whatever, how close you are to well, the Well, I'm interstate. on the hook right now. I probably got four or five, okay, that are going to either leave the East Coast or West Coast, and they're going to relocate here, okay? That's awesome. And we're excited about that. But they're coming from locations where there's always something to do, and that is key. I think they will drive a lot of that, all right? They will be part of the solution to make that happen. You have to keep getting them here is one step. But if you look at a lot of the Moonbot crew, let's use Moonbot yeah. as an example. Moonbot is owned by Bill Joyce, who's a Streetporter, who loves yeah. Streetport like we love Streetport, probably. Yep. But the people that he was bringing in to work with him, they had a pull to get out of Streetport and to get back to some culture. It and happens that's what they did. every day. So it happens. Get, We've had very successful job, portfolio companies. You okay. get them here. You get all those oh, East Coast here? companies here. If I'm not doing my job of making our culture catch up yes. to what they expect, you can get them here all you want, Dave. But they're not going to say. But they're gone. Yeah, it's it's a never-ending process that, that you got to work with. You got to work it every side. And there are a lot of people working that that piece. I'm I'm not that guy. Okay. We have those things though, but a lot of time because we're so focused on the business side of getting yep. this company we forget to show them I think the that's real estate be key. the communities out at providence or southern trade see that's what we want to do with this podcast right and on the cusp we want to be able to communicate to people here in in shreveport bozier that there's a lot going on it's very positive okay because we're not going to come on here and we're not going to bash anybody that's right okay that was one of the rules when we said we were going to do this we said, okay, we're not here to bash anyone. We're not going to bash anyone, but we are going to talk about the issues. We will. That we, will. we see that are causing us to struggle to hit that next step. That's right. We will. And we won't, we'll try to stay away from the politics the best we can. Right. And we won't cuss because a lot of times you and I'll get excited and we'll start <laughs> cussing okay, and, and, and each other and everything. But I don't we'll, know we'll, which of those we'll, rules we'll, is going to be the hardest. I don't know. You know, I don't, you're right. That, that's going to be, that's three rules that are going to be hard to, to, to keep out of this. But, Man, we but need we'll one of those right. like but, money jars. Yeah. Like where we just $5 whoever yeah, breaks a rule. Yeah, uh, maybe we should get a money jar. I think that wouldn't be a bad idea to do that. But, I think this room, when we were getting ready and we were watching Clint and the guys, everybody set this up for us, okay? We're talking about this room. Brady Blade and LED and the BRF got this set up. There have been multiple times that clients have come into the BRF and said, we'll rent that space, but you got to tear all that out. Yep. And we have to sit back and we have to go, 
Is that really what we want to do? Is there, is there value in having this? And I, I hope that we made the right decision every time by not doing that, by not tearing it out. That was okay. such a special time in Shreveport. We were talking about Moonbot. I also remember when bands were coming in to record here and they were selling tickets where you could stand outside these windows mm -hmm. and watch them recording. What a special, exciting thing to be happening in Shreveport, Louisiana. And you we know what? have to be working to get that back at all uh, times. Absolutely. And that's why you said something about, you know, we were always behind Dallas. We were behind these deals, okay? We have to be on the forefront of multiple technology areas, right? We, we have to be out there looking at technology and changes and be ahead of those. If we wait until one's already done, and that's what happened to this studio, that technology changed. Right. Okay. No longer did you have to have this incredible facility to do a recording. Heck, there are people doing it in their garages. We have to champion our strengths, though. Shreveport has a terrible. When I go out to Eastridge and I'm playing golf on the weekend and we're having lunch afterwards, those conversations aren't usually talking about all the strengths of Shreveport. They're usually They're talking about not. all the bad things of Shreveport, all the reasons why, man, I'll tell you if it doesn't change, right. I'm moving. There are a lot of great things about Shreveport. There sure are. And we as Shreveporters don't talk about them and don't share them nearly as much as we You know should. what? I was sitting in a, at a meeting yesterday with someone that had just moved to Shreveport, and we have on our uh, backdrop, the silhouette of Shreveport, and they had never seen that before, okay? And that's the silhouette we picked for on the cusp, okay? Never seen that silhouette before, and they said, what is that? I said, that's downtown Shreveport, and we showed them the picture that we used to do that, and they went, that is so cool. Why don't more people use that? Because it is an awesome picture, okay? Well, you go to so many cities, and like bigger cities, more successful probably cities in the last 20, 30 years, and they don't have a downtown like Shreveport. No, they do not. You they don't. Not. You know, and, but, but do you hear people say, hey, man, when you pull into Shreveport and you see downtown, that's awesome. You don't hear them say that. What they say is when you pull into Shreveport and you pass Monkhouse Drive and you pass, it looks like a yeah, crime scene. I know exactly the that's quote. That's what they I say. Know, absolutely. I know what you're, the, the, the quote you're, you're talking about. If they don't like how it looks coming that way, why don't we start bringing people in a different route? Mm-hmm. Well, we are a multimodal city. Route? You can bring them in multiple routes. Okay? <laughs> I mean, like... Very easy to do. Let's okay? change the route. But I like coming in that route, really and truly. When I bring people in, yeah. I like to come that route and say, there's the Independence Bowl. You know, we're the longest continuously serving uh, bowl right there. And you're going to, in one of our podcasts, we're going to bring in Radiance Technology, the sponsor of the Independence Bowl. The Independence Bowl is a great example of street porters certain troopers doing the right thing and fighting when it's not easy to keep something that is special absolutely here. there are a lot of people in this community that do a lot to keep that going and That's i right. think that that is exceptional those are the people we want to highlight those are the ones we want to lift up and say look they're doing something about it and i i want to be one of those people i don't want to be the guy sitting back always complaining and going negative the doers okay. are not getting attention right now the true doers, the guy that's grinding, that's building his business in Shreveport, that's saving the Independence Bowl, that's building helicopters, that's whatever, all these things, they're not getting championed right now.
Mm. The same people are getting champions I don't know. over I don't and know. over. I, maybe so. Maybe some of them are you more out the, there. The average citizen in Shreveport, if you were walking down the street, could tell you about Metro, metro Aviation? No, they would not. They probably don't even know you, where Metro Aviation is and, and what they're doing, not to just change. And, and this is great for them. Most people don't realize that. And right in I mean, downtown Shreveport. I mean, that's an Shreveport, amazingly yeah, successful, changing really aviation, cool business. Changing Air Force technology today? Okay, um, most people don't don't know that. A lot of people don't know right here at Intertech One, okay, that there's a biotech company, okay, that licensed a local university technology, okay, that they're fixing to commercialize and go big on, and they're hiring. It's it's you know four or five PhDs right now, but gosh, man, their opportunity is incredible, and it's happening right here in Treeport, and they just did it. Wasn't easy. You know, if it was easy, anybody would do it, okay? And I got to tell you, I've, I think one of our biggest challenges at EAP to date has been we've seen a lot of great ideas, but we don't have the talent. And you need to prove me wrong. We don't have the talent to go, that's a great idea. We're going to put this individual in this organization to help them launch and keep them in Shreveport. <laughs> I think some of Shreveport's problem, and this, this is skirting on the rules, but some of Shreveport's problem is the talent that's out there, if it doesn't come from our circle, it doesn't get lifted up. And there's a lot of talented people in Shreveport that I know that are refusing, and I can be guilty of this too at times, to work together. Because of past issues, because Shreveport is just small enough that everybody kind of knows everybody. And I'm, I'm everybody. gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you. Okay, good. Okay, because within our portfolio, there are technologies that exist that Louisiana investors have taken the risk with them. Okay, and I, I think very soon you're gonna see a perfect case of where that is. I wish I could talk about it and, and use you their name. You are a good example of that because when you think of the companies you have in your portfolio and then the investor base and the group that supports them, that is a great example of it two is. different worlds working together. Absolutely. I don't and, think and the that BRF happens had to be outside of this building. I, I, I don't think it happens a, I think a lot it is there. a great But example. we actually brought all that together. We brought the accredited investors together. The the best technology deals are put in front of them, okay? And, and overwhelming, they have come in and done it, okay? And made them successful. And I think we're gonna see a lot of results from, from some of those real soon. Success, even from your competitors in Shreveport, should be celebrated instead of fought. Absolutely. Right we have now, to celebrate more somebody success. somebody is successful in a new venture and it might threaten you in any way, Shreveport has a tendency to fight negatively against that, and I think that's what we have to fix. Competition. And I'll call myself out you know, on that. I need to get better well, at that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We, love, we all love college sports. Competition is what makes you good. That's right. Okay? And if you're sitting there in a business and you're not, and, and I'm going to tell you, when somebody walks into me and the EAP team and they say, I got no competition in this space, really? What makes you think that? I don't buy it. The, okay. the, the competitors will think they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think competition makes you better. 
um, uh, pretty much across the board, you pick it, whether it's sports or business, uh, it'll, it'll make you rise up and, and improve your game. So I'm, I don't, I don't necessarily subscribe. The best thing that I'll say to before, Shreveport has great people. A lot of great people. And a lot of people that are dedicated to the cause. Because of Shreveport, I don't know that in Dallas you're going to find the passion to fight from a core group of people that really are fighting to change Dallas every day. They don't need to. It's too big. It's pretty spread it, out. It is what yeah, it is. They got their own little Shreveport has them. a lot of people that are very passionate in their own minds of how and why and wanting to make Shreveport better. I think where we all get in our, let me, our let me, way let me tell you where we've not let, working together. Right. Now, that's a key point. Let me tell you my observation, okay, on this is, and this goes from multiple economic development deals. Either my community gets it or I'm not playing. That's that right. kills That's right. That absolutely that every hurts. Every, and that is in economic development. Yeah. That's in events. That's it, in yeah. local business. It's me. That's in nonprofit it's world. Me. That's in all of it. It's all me. Okay. Got to be in my backyard or I'm not in. Right. Now, I have seen the most encouraging collaboration in probably the last two years coming out of COVID. Okay. In, in our region that I have seen in a very long time. I'm telling you, I, I, I feel it. I wish I could, you know, describe it better to you, but there are things happening at the port that are crazy great, okay? There are things happening here at the BRF that we're collaborating with the port that are, are going to be major Events. And that's one of the things that we are hoping on this podcast to be able to do. Absolutely. We are I going to break economic news on this podcast. Right. And we're, and gonna we're bring... going to share in-depth commentary on what these these things well, that, actually that's what, mean to the You know, when, when you and the team brought this idea up about a podcast, you know, I was skeptical. I said, okay, this podcasts are not easy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, my, my thoughts were, uh, I want existing businesses to come in and talk about what, you know, what's great about Shreveport. I want startup businesses to come in and talk about what's, what's great, why. And we're going to have a couple here today. And then the, the third one was, I want to challenge the new versus the old. And we're going to talk about some yeah. of those things, right? That's going to be fun. Uh, that, that's going to be an interesting <laughs> one because we always disagree on those things, you know? Uh, what, the, the business plan is the first one that always comes up, right? Um, we're, we're going to talk about that one. Um, that, that's important. If we can get those things, those topics, and talk about those in a positive way in our region, okay, then this, this podcast is successful. I think what we want is for somebody to watch this podcast, have an idea, email us at info at eapla.com and say, hey, I, you know, I listened to your podcast, but what about this? Have you thought about this? Give us something to to. I want it. you to say, Matt doesn't know anything about local business. Let me come tell y'all. I will welcome <laughs> yeah, you so openly. That, that would openly. be good. That would be like, good. Please okay. come tell. I don't know. 
I wish I wasn't having to do this actually, but we want these topics brought up. We want to talk about right. the things nobody's within talking about. Within our three about. rules, okay? Within our three general yeah, rules. Yeah, if you can come in and not cuss, not talk politics, yeah, yeah. And not badmouth anybody, you're welcome. Come yeah, on. you're welcome. Come on. <laughs> yeah. what, what, what was it? Info at EAPLA.com is where. That's right. Send it to or us. Or find or, us on Facebook. That's right. Text us, whatever you want. You and you know us. what? If you think, hey, Matt and, and Dave are dumber than a box of rocks. <laughs> okay? out of they've mind. never read those books on that table, okay? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I have, okay? And Emily, you know, she's that was her idea. Okay, I'll give her that credit. <laughs> Emily's behind all this. Wave at us, Emily, back there. Okay. Matt, this has been a lot of fun. Episode one, we really got, you know, talk, talked about a lot of important things here. And we would both agree there's a lot of great things going on in Shreveport. We're on the cusp. We're on the cusp of something really big. And if somebody out there has an idea or they want to give us some feedback on something we need to talk about, hey, email us at info at EAPLA.com. We're happy to uh, respond to that. And you know what? We might even ask you to be on this podcast. How about that? (laughs) It's awesome. All right. Thank you. 